0: This is News Talk 980 CKNW. It is the time in the program where we open up the phone lines and get your comments. It is the last Sunday before the provincial election. We were just chatting with Keith Baldry. The polls open on Tuesday. If you haven't already cast your ballot in an advance poll, that's the day to do it. We'll have extensive coverage right here on CKNW as well as on Global News after uh, the polls close. Well, starting at six, but we'll start getting the returns and start being able to tell you what things are looking like after eight o'clock when we start uh, frantically counting the ballots, getting, well, we won't be counting the ballots, obviously, but getting the ballot counts from the various uh, polling. Stations. Uh, I want to talk today, though, about one particular issue. We've talked about in general what you think the big issues are, what uh, will be kind of making up your mind or helping you make up your mind when you go to the polls, as we were talking with Keith. Uh, some people saying they're tired and they are looking for a change. Uh, others are saying they don't want to go back to the way things were and everybody has different issues that i think are top of mind certainly at a rally in downtown vancouver yesterday childcare was top of mind for about 200 parents it was called the stroller brigade there were plenty of strollers there it was upbeat there was band there was a band playing there were dancers uh, there was dancing as the crowd made its way up davie street where it stopped at Emory Barnes Park, where there were speeches. Uh, several mothers stood up talking about uh, the need for more spaces, saying they have their kids on childcare wait lists. Uh, they're never going to get a spot in many of the spaces, and they're forced to make some pretty, pretty difficult decisions. Uh, I want to play for you uh, some of the voices as well. There were three people at the rally yesterday who were motivated by extreme, unthinkable loss and they were the parents and the grandmother of Macallan Sani and McAllen Sani is the 16-month-old baby toddler who died while at an unlicensed daycare in East Vancouver he died in January uh, there are still many questions about what happened uh, his death is the subject of a police investigation but his parents say even though the last 3 months have been dealing with again unthinkable unthinkable loss have been well, there aren't even really words to explain how difficult they have been. They came out yesterday and they talked yesterday and they've written to the premier and they've written to other political leaders and they are talking about it now because they don't want any other family to be put in the similar situation to what they were put in. And that was being desperate, making decisions about childcare that you wouldn't make if you had other options. I'm curious if this is an issue for you in this election, whether you are somebody with small children, somebody with grandchildren, I'm curious what you think. And we'll go through what the three different uh, platform promises are. Uh, But before we do that, take a listen to Leslie Shepard. And she is the grandmother of Baby Mac.
1: Baby Mac died in a daycare here about 100 days ago. And I can't tell you how that 100 days has been. Um, Sometimes I don't know whether it's been 100 years or 100 minutes uh, or 100 days. But I do know one thing. I know in two days from now, we can vote to change the childcare system in BC. We can make it affordable for families. We can make it safer for all the babies. And we can make it accountable to every person who lives in this province. Forgive me, but I look forward to a childcare system that will allow a grandparent to play hide and seek with her grandson and not cry every day knowing she'll never play with that grandson again i want a child care system where a mother can say good night to her baby every night and not wake up the next morning and know she'll never see that baby again i want a child care system where a father can drop his child off at daycare and know that he can go back to that daycare and know that that baby is safe and is coming home with that dad tonight, that night, and being safe in his own home. I know, uh, I'm very grateful to be here today. I drove down from Williams Lake and uh, next weekend, when you're celebrating Mother's Day, and you're looking at your beautiful baby and your beautiful mothers and next month when you have Father's Day I want you to be grateful for the children you have and I want us, I'm hoping that we're going to be grateful for the changes that we can make in our child care system in BC and I'm hoping that at Mother's Day and Father's Day that I can be a little bit grateful that our province has made the decision that families are are important, that babies are important, and that we're all important, and that we live in a society that considers families are the most important asset we have. The more, most important thing that can happen in B.C. is to have a chair, change in the child care system and in our educational system. I've been a teacher for 40 years. Mac was one of the most important people in my life so I'm just urging people to consider that we our children are the most important things in our lives I want to thank you for the support that my family has seen in the past three months it's been overwhelming Um, I, I can't believe that there's so many people that are caring individuals in our province. I'm thankful for the sunny day. I'm thankful for the beautiful province we have. I want to be thankful for a great childcare that we're going to have and the changes that we're going to have starting next week. Thank you.
0: That was Leslie Shepard, uh, grandmother of uh, baby McAllen Sani, speaking at the rally yesterday. Uh, baby Mac's parents uh, were also there, pushing for change. Uh, this was a rally dubbed uh, to support or was supporting ten dollars a day daycare, uh, but it wasn't. It wasn't a rally that was uh, telling people or encouraging people uh, to vote in any particular way. Rather, saying find out what's out there, figure out what you would like, and in some way vote for child care that you think would be the best for the province uh, we also heard from baby max parents about why they feel so strongly now about the need for changes
1: you know max life didn't matter and you know we've said before we just hope that we don't want his death to be in vain we we hope to make some changes um, in the child care system so that this doesn't happen again, and other parents and children can go home safely uh, at night.
2: People are people are here not only for us; they're here to create change. You know, there's a socioeconomic crisis in this province, and uh, one of the places it's showing up is is in. Uh, care, and um, there's a lot of people here that are, want change, want a change in government, want a change in policy, want a better day for British Columbia and uh, hopefully British Columbia steps up in this election and we vote for the party that cares most about uh, um, its people, not its bottom line.
0: Now, both Chris Sani and Shelly Shepard also talked to, about the fact they speak to parents quite often who are in a very similar sub- situation to what they were in.
2: It saddens me that any family has to go through that. Any parent, any child. And, uh, it's, it's a very, very dangerous situation that's out there right now. And... Um, and uh, there are some that are pretty far removed from it. And there's some of us that are right in the thick of it. And uh, our son paid the ultimate price for that danger. And um, we don't want that to ever happen again in this province.
0: A lot of the people at the rally knew or know the couple. They know the family. Others were complete strangers, though, and, and came out again to rally for the cause and also show their support.
3: I just want to thank you. All of our friends and family, and like I said, the strangers that have been reaching out to us—everyone's um, been so
1: amazing—and it is, it is comforting. Like I said, to have people remember Mac and speak his name. Awesome. It does help. It, it does help. I mean, when your child dies, you're, you're worried. You're worried about forgetting them, and. Um, Worried that other people will forget them, so having all these people here and able to remembering Mac, it's um, it's helpful to us. It brings us comfort.
0: And that was Shelley Shepard, that last voice uh, that you heard at that point in the rally, or just after the rally yesterday. Uh, I want to hear from you on this issue, and I know we're talking about an absolutely horrible situation and to criticize then anything that that seems to be what the parents are calling for. It seems rather cold hearted. Uh, But that's not the conversation I want to have because the parents are speaking out because they want changes. They want accessible, affordable health care. This particular rally was about $10 a day daycare. Now the $10 plan is included in the NDP platform. And that is one of the platform ideas put forward. In the Liberal platform, they are increasing investment or promising to increase investment in child care to $352 million, creating 5,000 new child care spaces in 2017 and this year, with a goal of up to 13,000 spaces by the year 2020. In the Greens platform, they are offering up free daycare for working parents with children under the age of 3, and up to $500 per month with families with children under the age of three and one stay-at-home parent. I want to open up the phone lines, and I want to get your take on this. Is this an issue for you in this election? What do you think the solution is to finding affordable, accessible childcare in the province? I'm not sure where the figure of $10 came from. And while it is called $10-a-day daycare, obviously that's not what it costs, and it's going to be costing taxpayers a whole lot more, including parents and non-parents, everybody. Is that the job of taxpayers to subsidize a system like that? What do you think the solution is? And is this an election issue for you? Give me a call, star 9898 on your cell phone, 604-280-9898 and one 399 We'll take your calls right after this. We are talking about the issue of child care, accessibility and affordability in this province. Each of the parties, the Liberals, the New Democrats, the Greens, have put in their platforms what they plan to do. The Liberals are spending money with a goal of up to 13,000 new spaces by 2020. Uh, That includes 5,000 new spaces this year as well. The Greens saying it would be free For working parents who have children under the age of three, and it would also include up to $500 per month for families with a child under the age of three and one stay-at-home parent, the New Democrats promising a $10 a day plan uh, that will ensure no parent is shut out of work because of the high cost of childcare, also saying no fee for families with an annual income below $40,000 per year. Now, at the rally yesterday, uh, we heard from the parties as well, well, not at the rally, Shane Simpson, the NDP candidate for Vancouver Hastings, was there. Uh, We also caught up with Greens leader Andrew Weaver and Liberal leader Christy Clark uh, to get their take on this. Uh, Just before I go to the phone lines, I want to quickly play you their comments uh, from yesterday.
3: We have every confidence that the economic returns on this will, in fact, it will pay for itself over the long term. We have a $4 billion component of our platform for early childhood education and child care. But we should make sure that we learn from it. So any,
0: you know, anything, any good that can come of it, like changes, as they've suggested, are things we will absolutely consider. Well, let's go to the phone lines. I want to know if this is an election issue for you. And if so, what do you think the solution is to the fact that many people in BC, uh, they have money to pay for it? I have friends who say, I would gladly pay for childcare. I just can't get a spot. What is the solution to getting accessible? and affordable child care to working parents in B.C. Star 9898 on your cell phone, 604-280-9898 and one 399 9898 And Sharon has been waiting on the line. Sharon, good morning.
3: Yes, I'm phoning from the perspective of children who have already had the children go through off-license daycare. Also, they were lucky enough, both my children, to have a grandmother who is prepared to take one or two days a week to offset the cost of the daycare, which is me, of course. Mm -hmm. And um, my other daughter, who just had a little one, and she's older, um, has now gone the live-in nanny route, where she has a nanny who comes and stays in the house, and that's costing her about $750 a month. And then she houses and feeds this person, and they're there on a 24-hour... Well, of course, she gets her days off, of course, but... um, Uh, child care is not a big issue with me and just to your previous comment if we make ten dollars a day daycare which by the way has to have federal funding or assistance for this to occur um, where are the spaces going to come from and the special early childhood education teachers to man these daycares we don't have the spaces we don't have the teachers suddenly you're making it so affordable that everybody's going to want to use it and we're not going to have the people to do it anyways. So there's so many issues involved here, and these people run around and make all these wild promises, and these people fall for it, thinking it's going to happen. It may not even happen in the first term of the NDP, but it sounds good on paper. It sounds good when they say it, and it's very annoying to me that these people fall for these promises when they know how many promises have been made by previous politicians, And then they'll come in and they'll say, oh, well, we just looked at the numbers in the budget and the Liberals were lying. And, you know, now we can't afford to do this or we can't afford to do that. I mean, think about what's happening around the world with the different economies, all the uproar in Europe and what's happening with the economies over there. And yes, I'm not a particular fan of Christy Clark, trust me. I wish there was other choices here. I know the Greens are not going to form the government, I cannot possibly vote for a government that I've seen three times in my lifetime, and it's been a total disaster. So unfortunately, I'm going to have to hold my nose and vote for the one that's kept our economy stable and provided good jobs is for jobs. I'm for the pipeline, by the way. I'm one of those few rare people on the Lower Mainland who thinks it's a good idea, and I just think that people need to wake up and stop falling for all the promises and vote for what they have and not for something that may
0: happen. Okay, Sharon. I want to get to everybody else on the line, but I appreciate uh, your comments on that. Thank you uh, so much. Ken is on the line as well. Ken, your thoughts?
4: Yeah. Hi, Joe. Um, yeah, my wife ran a great regulated, uh, licensed daycare a long time ago. That was when the NDP was in, and then uh, she got out of it. It just became kind of, you know, it just <clears throat> didn't. It, things just didn't seem to uh, be as easy under the BC Liberals. And uh, but anyway, that's. Uh, beside the point, um anyway, the lack of affordability childcare spaces for years has been uh, has been uh, lacking under the uh, liberal government they 've been in this has been on their watch for how many years almost seventeen years. And then, uh, uh, Christy Clark tells us she's gonna put 300 million or so into child care, but just listen to her words she uses, consider. They're gonna consider it. We're gonna take the recommendations. How many times have we listened to recommendations they're gonna take and, con- and then consider things and never, things get, never get done. Also, they had actually spent, they actually spent 100 million dollars less on what was budgeted for child care in the last four years and this is from uh, the report from the coalition of uh, child care advocates of bc now at least the ndp of course we got a take the spin on all uh, from all leaders in campaigning with a grain of salt a lot of times. But the outright lies and fear mongering from the liberal side is just crazy trying to say they're too they're busy slamming the NDP and the Green Party on at least they're trying to do something and coming out and giving solutions and what they're gonna try to do. And, uh, All
0: right, you know, Ken, I get, I get your point. I you do want to get to one more caller on the line. And, uh, Ken, we have you on every Sunday. So I'm going to move on to uh, Robin. Robin, we only have a minute left. What are your thoughts?
4: Yeah, how, if, this, if these parents are working at just um, low-paid slave jobs, how can they afford $10 a day for childcare?
0: Okay, uh, Robin, we're going to leave it there. Um, well, I think $10 a day... Uh, probably is the lowest you would possibly get for child care. Uh, I think most people uh, would be able to afford that, but maybe not. And some of the platforms actually uh, bring in free child care for certain situations as well. We don't have time for any more of your calls right now, but if you want to give the Buzzline a call, we will have some time later on in the final hour of the program to get your thoughts across, your thoughts on child care, the various promises on getting affordable, accessible child care in the province. We will break now, though, for the 9 o'clock news. Stick with us. Much more. Coming up right here on News Talk 980 CKNW. Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW.